Welcome to the Black Girl Flow Podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. We hope y'all can hear, smell, and welcome in all that spring has to offer. Y'all, we are Mm. almost there to daylight savings. We can see it. We can see it on the other side. So honestly, Pisces season, I hope it's already off to a good start with folks and that you all are enjoying all the abundance that's about to come with the springtime energy. Oh my gosh. You can just, if you listen to our episodes during the winter versus when the spring (laughs) is coming, like you can just feel and hear the difference in our energy. And I really do. We say this every year, but the daylight savings in the fall, I think really hurt people. Yeah hurt it was hard yes so now everybody's really coming back full force we're like we're getting our personalities back it's so sunny and nice like (laughs) have you been outside today did he catch some sun and it's just such a nice feeling but you already know we got to start off every episode Mm -hmm. with a pulse check Mm -hmm. so how are we feeling good uh i think there's a lot going on for the rest of the year So just trying to get the P's and Q's together. Um, But lots of exciting things. I feel like one thing a month so far for me is Mm -hmm. getting planned. So lots of trips getting booked, people coming to visit. Yeah. Moves are being made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that that's like the theme of your life. (laughs) You're like moves are being made. Yeah. Money is getting in my bank account. (laughs) And I the bread am, is stacked. Yes, the bread is stacking. Okay, I love that. I how love about that. you? I um, how am I doing? Yeah, let's, let's just pause and actually like let me think. Oh, I love that because I think um, this past week it was one of those weeks where like a lot happened, mm-hmm. and I was like w- busy at work, and I got a new car. And I haven't told the podcast community this, but I got into a pretty like crazy traumatic accident like um, two weeks ago. Yeah, two to three weeks ago. And I had waited to kind of bring this to y'all just because I needed some time to like process it myself. And I also felt like a lot of shame around it. And I was just like, okay, we are moving like business as usual and moving through the situation. And Lexi, it was crazy the way that it even happened. Really, it was like I was supposed to be dropping Lexi off at the airport at like 4 a.m. I just gotten done hanging out with some friends um, at this like formal that I was invited to and I told myself I was going to just try to pull an all-nighter I was like I'm just gonna pull an all-nighter if you know me I'm usually in bed around like 10 (laughs) to like 11 (laughs) p.m um but I was like I'm just gonna pull an all-nighter and right before I got home I dozed at the wheel and crashed into a parked car and Lexi had texted me you know you're okay yeah yeah like I I'm okay 
And Lexi, but Lexi had texted me being like, yo, like, where are you? And I literally was had to be like, yo, I just got into this accident, like up the street from our house. And she came and, you know, stayed with me while the police was examining the car. Me and my best friend were in the car. We were fine. Um, But it was like a crazy moment. So I've been recovering mentally and emotionally um, and a little bit physically. I was a bit sore at first, like through that situation. And so I got a new car this week. And it's also really eerie because the way that this accident happened, I got into an accident a year before at the same exact yeah. time, like same exact yeah. few couple days on the way up to North Carolina. So it yeah. was like history repeating itself. Yeah. And, and so many things had to happen mm-hmm. for that to be the circumstance. Like there were so many decisions leading up to it. Like my flight got pushed up earlier. Like we weren't yeah. supposed to leave that early and we were supposed to go to dinner and then didn't. And like there were, it was so eerie. It was so, so eerie. Yeah. It was really eerie. And, um, I just was, I I think I'm still just like processing it. But at the same time, I, again, I'm like, all right, I'm, I, in a sense, I've had a very spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. And I say all this to say that when you are depleted and you are trying to put yourself in situations or be there for people when you haven't like properly analyzed like how much of yourself you can give to others, Mm -hmm. then things like that have the possibility of happening. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. for our February book club, we Mm -hmm. had the book, we we read the book, Rest is Resistance, a Manifesto by Trisha Hershey. And I think that my kind of anecdote around rest and how important it is to rest and how depleted your body can feel lends itself perfectly to this episode where we're going to be discussing rest is resistance and like really just getting into the nitty gritty of her message and why it's important to resist grind culture. Wow. I think a really beautiful segue and a personal anecdote. So I think, thank you Liv for that because I'm sure a lot of other people can relate to just like how we started this winter wasn't really restful for us in a lot of ways. And I think you're kind of highlighting if we're not mindful of how we're taking care of ourselves and even some of the things that we're doing will fall through the cracks because we're not whole in that way. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because my, my boyfriend actually said the same thing. I have a, uh, almost like a, self-sabotage love for overextending myself Mm -hmm. and I overextend myself then get super stressed and then I love a troubleshoot like I love when I come out on the other side yeah but we were talking about that because I was like this is not sustainable for me to be y'all y'all already know it's not new to y'all like I got like four jobs I got yeah I got a hell of responsibilities and getting depleted and then something started falling through the cracks on my end Mm. and it's like yeah what do you expect if you continue to put deplete yourself if you continue to overextend yourself something's gonna fall through the cracks and you're gonna suffer from it yeah and I do agree that you're right that there's a lot of shame that comes with that and a lot of like needing to take accountability and going back to your idea of what rest really is absolutely and we love Trisha's message we love the nap ministry like heart heart yes and when this book came out we were like immediately yes. I need this in my life Yes, Lexi actually gifted to me, uh, gifted it to me for Christmas, and I was just like, "Oh my God, this is so in alignment with." We should really start interrogating like my my foresight. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, 
actually <laughs> she's into <laughs> her Pisces moon be so like my intuition be a little too spicy sometimes. It's so high Time. level. But yeah, we really wanted to open up this conversation to talk about messages around rest that we see in culture and then also kind of how we are going to reimagine mm-hmm. our lives going forward and creating sustainable systems for us to rest yeah. so that we can live in a liberated society yeah. where we can all have, you know, the proper amount of rest so we can reimagine mm-hmm. better, like, you know, yeah. just a b- better, a better earth. Yeah. And so to get to that point, Liv, you know, the message is very clear and consistent through the book. Mm-hmm. And folks, this isn't like ruining it by any right. means when we're talking about it. So please like stay, listen, and hopefully if it resonates, pick up the book, dive a little bit deeper. Um, because, she doesn't just offer up the idea of rest. It's in response to grind culture. Right. So will you share a little bit of just like how you interpreted this idea of grind culture and maybe some like things that stood out that like why we need to reclaim our rest in this grind culture? Yeah, I think it all stems back to what we as a society value in ourselves. So Mm -hmm. like we value people or we value from a young age students that are gifted in multiple subjects and that also uh, are gifted in multiple sports and also have great personal skills and Mm -hmm. we're kind of bred to be this like master of different accolades and the more that you do the more that people look at you and they're like wow like you are this amazing person and in order to sustain those things you kind of have to grind because you're putting your you know your energy into so many different buckets and I the way that I viewed her version of grind or not version but like the way that she was talking about grind culture it was really it stemmed from white supremacy and it stemmed from our value of a capitalistic like society and capitalism, um, which I thought was really interesting because when you're thinking about like being on the go, you never really stop to think, where did I get these messages and Mm -hmm. how is this impacting the way that I'm able to show up for everyone else? Yeah. And I think the piece of that too is, how is what I'm doing, what is it servicing or mm-hmm. what is it in service for? Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, are you grinding so that you stack bread or like, right. And is that version of yourself really what's going to get you to the most liberated highest self? Yeah. And I think that's an important piece too. Cause you're right. We don't often interrogate where we get the messages and we don't often interrogate are the things that we're doing really getting us to what we want. Right. Or is it, what somebody else has told us is the goal or the message. Mm -hmm. And I don't want it to get lost on people either. This idea of how deeply tied capitalism and white supremacy culture is because we're not talking about like white people. We're talking about a system that has valued whiteness and that value has provided a group of people who identify as white, who have been told are white in our society, an advantage, a higher likelihood of success and opportunity and access across our systems and institutions. That's deeply tied with the economic uh, system that we've established, which is capitalism. Our version of capitalism, because this is not a critique of those things. It's just saying this is a byproduct of when we exist in them. Mm -hmm. And capitalism is essentially just that profit 
mindset and like profit over people yeah that there's uh this idea of like the more you innovate and the quicker you can kind of produce the more advanced your society will be mm-hmm. and those two things have been interlocked in our society from the beginning that we've had a race-based capitalism that we've exploited quite literally human labor to in order to create economic opportunity for one group over another and so those messages really are important for us to start to interrogate because the iteration of capitalism we have today now values kind of that product at whatever cost. Absolutely. Which produces this grind culture of like you have to essentially exploit yourself in a way to get something. And I think folks aren't always clear what that thing is that you're supposed to get. Yeah. So I I hope that breakdown kind of gives a little bit of context of just like throwing all these big words around. Yeah, that was a, that was a beautiful breakdown. And considering like our community, like this community, black and brown people, grinding is what we know. Grinding is what comes most natural to us. Mm -hmm. And so when you're not grinding and you actually have time to rest on a Sunday and you're feeling like guilty for resting, we have to start asking ourselves, like, why do I feel such shame that mm-hmm. I like, why do I feel bad for just being able to be like, have a lazy day or have a lazy week? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why do I feel like I can't? Or even that your rest is not laziness. I think. Right. Yeah, exactly. She really pushes us to say like, That's there's not no lazy. such thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no such thing. And by you thinking that, like, you have to reconstruct your your views around rest. And so I thought the entire book um, was really transformational as a Capricorn. <laughs> who- work, 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 work. <laughs> I just got to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. All of the different songs. Um because when I think about my epiphanies, even as a creative, most of the time it's come when I am still and when I'm in silence. And mm-hmm. I think I have said this on the podcast before when I talk to uh, like spiritual people, they, they tell me that I need to meditate more their intuition because they're like, your spirit has not had time to rest. Like you're mm. always thinking about so many uh, different things i'm deceived and i listen you told me that i'm like i'm gonna go take a nap right now i'm gonna take a nap I'm no take a nap right i've here. had multiple people <laughs> tell me that and oh my god and gosh. the answers one thing that i love that she she kept reiterating was she was like the answers are in your body like the answers like our bodies have been here for the entirety of time like mm-hmm. The ancestors have mm-hmm. the ants like you have to make time t- so you can like actually mm-hmm. be guided. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we ask ourselves like, what do I need to do? What like we're always thinking and it's like, well, why not just chill out and yeah. then let it come. Yeah. But that sounds foreign to someone like our community or to people in our community. Because when I look at my mom, I'm like, she works seven days a week. Mm-hmm. My dad immigrant household, like, Mm-hmm. working all the time mm-hmm. so it wasn't until i crashed and burned multiple times where i was like this is just not gonna and i love that about our generation we're like this ain't cute no more this mm-hmm. is not cute we not doing this <laughs> we are not doing no, this thank you no thank you and i i love this idea that if we collectively take on this act of rest mm-hmm. it becomes this very clear message that's antithetical to 
the capitalism in white supremacy culture. And I'm so here for that. Mm. I'm so here for that, y'all. And I will say it is a continued practice and value commitment to yourself. Because even as somebody who, Liv and I were talking about this and, you know, have had time to reflect and I've, this has not been the hardest concept for me to apply in my life, Yeah, but having to continue to go back to it and, you know, reground yourself at whatever phase of life is still difficult. Mm. It's still difficult to make that time. It's still difficult to know you're not rested, but still keep going. It's, it's, it's difficult work, but the idea of what's possible when we collectively embody this is what. I'm so here for and want to keep Mm -hmm. coming back to and want other people to say like, yeah, what if, what if you just stop and you rest? What happens? Like what, what would our society look like? And just asking ourselves those simple questions and really starting to unpack like our relationship to rest and collective relationship, I really think is kind of the, the, the path for us forward because there's, once we get the rest down really well, then we can do the imagining. We can mm-hmm. do the dreaming. We can we can find those answers together and we can make this world something that works for everybody. Um, and I want to do that. Like I, I know. so badly want to do that. And I'm like trying to get everybody to come with me. And yeah. it, it really truly starts with ourselves, yeah. right? Like it starts with the healing. It starts with asking ourselves and I think you you brought this up yesterday like what are you willing to give up Mm -hmm. to rest like what are you willing to give up to unlearn all of the Mm -hmm. things that you've been taught about grinding and about Mm -hmm. making the most amount of money or having the most amount of followers or reaching a certain level in your life yeah and that to me was just like mm, it because that's really what happens like in in a when you're thinking about a revolution it's like you're gonna have to sacrifice something Mm -hmm. or even when it comes to creating a new habit like what are Mm -hmm. you going to sacrifice and I'm such a big proponent of like time our time is all that we have Mm -hmm. like the way that you spend your time is how you spend your life Mm -hmm. and so if I'm making time to spend you know time with my friends or spend time like frolicking the grass like I have to really understand have an innate understanding of how I restore my energy Mm -hmm. and I think when you start asking yourselves, you know, the questions of what do I like to do and what do I like spending my time doing and all of the rest, the rest parts of it will come into, will come into play. Cause I thought I was like super extroverted. And then when I kept (laughs) hanging around people, I was like, wait, maybe I'm an extroverted introvert because the way that I recharge is by being inside and being in my home. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And, and, I am excited to hear how other people are impacted by this Mm -hmm. book and what we can start to think about what's possible with the community. And I think Liv and I will keep coming back to this conversation because it's a commitment to the type of community that we want to Mm -hmm. kind of cultivate and build. And that this is just like a core principle because even with your new project with multi-hyphenate, like Mm -hmm. it is about the both end of how do we be all the things that make us uniquely who we are and still take care of every facet of that. Mm. And we're committed. Y'all, we might not have all the answers, but at least always coming back to this conversation, always grounding, sharing with you all what we're learning in this space, how we're trying to ground in it in the hopes that we, we just are better for it. 
Absolutely. I love I that. Ride or die for black women. Absolutely. All day, every day, baby. Hey. So, yes, highly would recommend reading that book. And stay tuned for more events where we'll be, you know, mm-hmm. just like inviting y'all in where we can reimagine a beautiful and soft, slow, whatever type of life that you want for yourself. And yeah, like what we're excited for, you know, next book and then yeah. also just more events. So hit us up on social media and, you know, let us know what other questions you might have around rest or this idea and always be on the lookout because y'all, we got some really exciting stuff coming up for the rest of the year. Yes, sir. Okay, y'all. Like always, peace, love, blessings, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. See y'all. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.